This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. There's perhaps no subject that's been the topic of more heated discussion within Christian circles than that of divine healing. Often because of incorrect teaching, religious custom, or church doctrine, many Christians simply don't know what their Christian rights are to physical, emotional, and sometimes spiritual healing. Some argue it's an Old Testament phenomenon, rare to the New Testament church. Others believe only those operating in the spiritual gift of healing have access to it, and some that all the healing God intended for mankind was already accomplished by the blood of Jesus at Calvary, and it is spiritual only. In his message entitled, You Can Be Healed, Pastor Ray asks, why are so many Christians waiting for God to heal them when God is patiently waiting for them to simply receive it? By week's end, Pastor trusts his listeners will see that healing is a gift meant for all that believe, and yes, you can be healed. There are certain things that you can demand, not of God, But you can demand of the devil, of his cohorts, of demonic forces. You have a right to demand in the name of Jesus that things be such and such. And as it relates to healing, you have the authority given to you by the name of Jesus, by by Jesus, right here where, where you're looking at it in John's Gospel chapter 14. He said, whatever, now let me read it to you as it would be read in the original Greek. Whatever you demand... In my name, that I will do. In other words, I'm going to back it up. And whatever you demand in my name, I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you demand anything in my name, I will do it. Now, I want to show you an instance in the Bible, because again, I tell you, we always want to interpret the Bible with the Bible. All right? Can everybody understand that? So, let's go over to Acts chapter 3. And you remember the story, I think you do. Do you remember the story when Peter and John are going to the temple and they're, they're going about to pray for the man who was born lame? He was lame from birth and he sat at the temple gate and he begged alms from people. And Peter and John, you know, uh, walk by this, this guy and, and, and he's, he's begging for money. And um, verse number four of Acts 3 And Peter and John, or let's go to verse 3. Seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms, and fixing his eyes on him, with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention. So Peter and John, look at the guy who was lame, sitting at the temple, trying to beg for alms. He had never walked. He was born that way. He was crippled. Couldn't walk under his own power. And Peter and John said, look at us. So he gave him his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said to him, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. Now listen, listen, listen. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. What did he just do? He demanded in the name of Jesus. 
Just what Jesus taught in John's Gospel, chapter 14. Anything you demand in my name, that I will do. That the Father will be glorified. God is glorified when people get healed. God, God gets glorified when people get fixed. God gets glorified in these things. And, and notice what Peter and John did. This was bold faith because they were under the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit at this moment. In the name of Jesus Christ, they now to rise up and walk. And they didn't wait for him to get up. They reached out their hand, they grabbed him by the hand, and they yanked him up. And the man immediately jumped up, and it says strength came to his legs. And then he went into the temple, leaping and jumping, and what did it say? Giving praise to the Father. What did Jesus say? In my name you will demand, and as a result my Father will be glorified. And as it relates to sickness and disease, that's why when one of the ways, not all of the time or all of the ways that you will pray for somebody or even, uh, you know, receive healing for yourself. Some, one of the ways is to demand in the name of Jesus. Amen. There are seven ways, and they're all distinctly different, but they're all very much alike. And they all work. So sometimes when I pray for somebody, I demand, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you sickness, I rebuke you disease, I take authority over you by the name of Jesus. Why do I do that? Because I've been given the authority according to John's Gospel, chapter 14. You can do that in your own body. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I rebuke this pain. I take authority over this ailment or this sickness or disease. And by the name of Jesus, according, and cite the scripture. Uh, I got a one that's right. Cite the scripture. See, too many of us are just going on something we heard. But we don't know for ourselves. We're going on somebody else's information, but it's not information that we have digested. Go back to the Word and, and point your finger on the Word and say, according to John Gospel where Jesus said, if you ask or demand anything in my name, that will I will do that my Father might be glorified. Whatever you ask or demand in my name, it shall be done. So in the name, everybody say, in the name of Jesus, I demand that you back off of my body. Whoa, come on, somebody give me a better amen than that. That's one way, but that's not the only way. There's the evidence of Peter and John using, demanding that strength come back into his legs and health and that the devil's power would be broken. Because we understand that now, please, we've got to go back over this and I, I want to refer this before I go on to my next point here. But we've got to remember that sickness and disease is not of God. God is not the author of it. I gave you this verse, I'll give it to you again, Acts 10.38. We refer to this, Acts 10.38. See, if you think sickness and disease is from God, how are you going to rebuke the devil? How are you going to rebuke that sickness? How are you going to break the power of that? Because if it is of God and somehow it's some sort of blessing or something that God's doing in your life, why would you want to undo that blessing, that so-called blessing? Let me tell you one: when you're sick, you want to get well real fast. That's not a blessing, and it is not from God. Is everybody with me? So you have to understand that sickness and disease is not from God. It's from the enemy. It came with a whole package of sin that was deposited on us from uh, back in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve. 
and we're dealing with it. Unfortunately, we have to deal with it, but fortunately, we don't have to succumb to it because we have the victory in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody give me a better amen than that. Is this helping anybody? Is this helping you? All right. So, God is not the author because in of sickness and disease because in Acts 10.38 it talked about how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power who went about doing good. Notice he was doing good. He was doing good. What was the good that he was doing? What was the good that he was doing? Healing all who were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. So if sickness was a good thing then why was why does the Bible say that Jesus went about doing good and healing? If sickness was a good thing, then he wouldn't be doing a good thing. He'd be doing a bad thing. And, and if they were oppressed of God, then why is the Bible saying they were oppressed of the devil? See, sickness and disease is not from God. It's from the devil. Amen. I said it's from the enemy. Amen. Is everybody with me? Amen. And that's, that's what you have to keep in mind at all times, that when sickness comes to you, this is not the plan of God for your life. This is the interruption of the enemy to try to, try to you know, get you off course and... and you know, get you off of God's plan and get you discouraged and, and hopefully take you out at some point. No, no. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth and how he went around doing good, doing good and healing. Healing is a good thing. And Jesus that went around then healing, he is still going around today healing. Amen. And if we understand from the word of God, our rights and our authority and our position, then we can begin to take our position against these things and not just give into it or succumb to it. I'm going out fighting. I don't know about you. I just, I, see, I'm just believing God to just wear out. Just one day, he's going to put my head in the pillow and just, psst, gone. And then it's going to be when I'm ready to go. Why are y'all looking at me like that? When I'm ready to go, because I believe the promise from God's word that says with long life, will he satisfy you and show you his salvation. So we've been talking about faith on, sun, on Sundays and on the weekend. But you've got to have this information so that you know what to have faith for. That's why I'm going through this very pointed, very careful instruction from God's Word so that you can put your faith on something. Because if you don't know, how can you have faith for it? But now you know so you can have faith for it. So one way is using the name of Jesus and demanding in His name, just like Jesus said... Um, that sickness and disease leave your body. Just go in the name of Jesus. And I've seen people be healed that way when ministers have prayed for them and laid hands on them. Bam! And I've seen in my own ministry uh, people healed just at the command at the name of Jesus. Powerful, powerful, powerful. And we ought to use our faith in that way. All right. So let's go back to the Gospel of John. Let's look at another verse just a couple of doors away. And in John's Gospel, chapter 16, another way that you can receive healing um, from in your body that the, that the Word teaches us is by praying for healing to the Father in the name of Jesus. Now, in, in uh, John's Gospel, chapter 16, and verse 23, now listen, and listen carefully. And in that day, you will ask me, there's that word ask again, but it's a different form of the word ask. In that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Now the word ask in this sense and in this uh, tense 
means something different. It means to petition. To petition. To prayerfully petition. There's a difference between demanding and petitioning. Demanding is coming from a place of authority. This is coming from a place of petitioning. So in this particular sense, Jesus is saying, anything you, if you petition the Father in my name, he'll do it for you. So there are times when we prayerfully bring our petitions to the Lord. So as it relates to healing, I could simply go to the Lord, say, Lord, the sickness has come upon my body. And I believe according to your word, according to what you said, what you said and is recorded. You're saying your words are recorded in John's gospel, chapter 16 and verse 23. You said at that day, whatever day it is, day of sickness, day of, you know, we're talking about sickness. This works in anything. Day of poverty, a day of confusion, a day whatever. He said, and in that day, you will ask me nothing. But most assuredly, I say, if you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Maybe it's a need, maybe it's a want, but we're talking about healing. If it's healing I need, I can prayerfully petition the Father. And that's another way that the Bible teaches us that we can receive bodily healing. Isn't that powerful? So one is a position of authority and demanding. The other is a position of prayerfully petitioning the Father in the name of Jesus. That's why when we pray, the proper way to pray, and we, we, we see this from this verse here, the proper way to pray is always in the name of Jesus. We ask the Father in the name of Jesus. Now somebody said, well, why do I have to do that? I don't know. It's what Jesus told us to do. These are the instructions he left in the instruction manual. <laughs> These are the instructions. So why are you going to fight against the instructions? You know, it's like my story. If you want the bike to be put together right and work properly, then follow the instructions. I'm not going to argue with the manufacturer as to why the, this bolt goes in this hole. I'm going to say, if you say that that bolt goes in that hole, that bolt's going in that hole. Because that's the way you created the bike. And this is the way God has created the system. So when Jesus said, when you prayerfully pray, pray and, and not only for healing, but for all of your needs, pray in my name and my Father is going to give it to you. Come on, somebody in this house. All right. So... But as it relates to healing, if we're, we can prayerfully come to the Father and petition and pray and talk to the Father and ask Him for it in the name of Jesus and receive it. You ready? By faith. Because all of this works by faith. That's why we're teaching about faith. Are you enjoying the teachings on Sunday, those of you that are on faith? That's why we're teaching about faith. That's why I'm going, going down that road. Because all of this works in conjunction with your faith. Amen? All right. You ready for one more? Yes. And then we'll get you out of here. I'll have to stop right there. Matthew's Gospel. Go to chapter 18. Another way that you can receive bodily healing, another um, way that the Bible reveals to us, is in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 18, and verse 19, um, specifically, we'll, we'll read verse 19. Now listen. These are the words of Jesus. He says, again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything they ask, anything, would, you, would anybody argue with me that healing is anything? Now, of course, we're talking about healing, but we can, we can put anything in anything. Needs for your life, for your family, your, whatever it is. If you agree on earth asking anything or, or anything that they ask, 
it will be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. So, so now what we're talking about, another way that you can receive healing is through the prayer of agreement. That means getting in agreement with someone who can be in agreement with you. You can't get someone who's going to be in disagreement with you. In other words, you have to have two consenting people who are in agreement. That's why I don't just pray with anybody. Sometimes people, please, please take this. Sometimes people want to pray for me. I don't want anybody praying for me because I don't know what you're praying. Now, now, please, I qualify that, you know. There are times I ask you to pray for this and pray for that. But when people come up to me and say, well, can I pray for you? No, because I don't want you touching me and releasing something into my life when I don't know what you got on you. Don't touch me. But now when I find somebody who has faith and is of kindred spirit and, and knows the word of God, and can stand with me. Man, let's get in agreement. Because anything we ask the Father in agreement, if two of you agree, you see, and, and, and he says, it will be done. See, God, God honors, God blesses agreement, that prayer of agreement, that agreement in faith. Everybody say faith. faith. See, I can't, I can't get in agreement for my bodily healing if you're planning my funeral. How am, I going to, how am I going to bring you to my life and, and get you to agree with me? Am I right? Or any other subject you want to talk about or any other thing in, in your life. How am I going to get in agreement if, if you're thinking one thing and I, I'm trying to pray to be healed, you're, you're trying to pray me home. Am I speaking right or am I speaking wrong? I, I need somebody who, who understands faith and understands the agreement and understands this is one of the ways you can get healed and, and needs to stand with me and will we'll believe with me. And that's, that's like one of the hardest things that we, 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 you know, we, we deal with in, in, I believe, in the body of Christ. Is that's why there's so much disagreement. That's why there's always disagreement. Because the devil knows that when you're in disagreement, you're powerless. But when you're in agreement, man, anything can happen. Anything is, all things are possible. You see, he said, if two of you, you don't need the whole church. I, you know, many years ago when I was in, in the Assemblies of God Church, way, 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 way back. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying all Assemblies of God Churches like that. But when I was in the Assemblies of God Church, I mean, they'd get somebody up for healing and they'd have the whole church just, and they'd pray and pray and, oh, and people would scream and holler and hoot. It would be a hooting nanny. I remember one time there was some visiting minister. He wasn't preaching, but he happened to be sitting in the thing and, and in, in the congregation and it was a lady that needed some touch or what healing or whatever. And it was just a free-for-all in that church. And it got so out of, out of control. It's one of the reasons why I, I believe God took me out of there. But it got so out of control. And I'll never forget this as long as I live. And this woman came up. And um, I think she was a Spanish-speaking woman. And, and I don't know if she spoke English. So, because she was, she was up there and she needed some healing in her body. And she started praying in Spanish and it happened to be this Spanish minister, this guy, and he's got a Bible about this size. And I'll never forget this as long as I live. And, and he comes up because, like I say, this church had no order. Like people want to know why I have order in this church, because I came from a church of disorder. And I saw what it did to the people and how it hurt lives and how it, 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 it just, it killed the very 
powerful move of God. And that's why we have, we have order in this church. You know, some people don't like it. Well, then go find a church of disorder. You come here, you're going to be in a church order. Hallelujah, as long as I'm the pastor. Well, all of a sudden, this woman, you know, it was a whole bunch of people all cackling and yelling and screaming. And I'm, I'm just watching this thing. The lady goes down. And this guy comes in and he's saying something in Spanish. Oh, I don't know what he was saying, but he's saying something in Spanish and he's taking his Bible and the woman is on the floor and he hits, he's hitting the woman with the Bible. And all of a sudden the woman gets on her side and she starts spinning around like, like, a, like a, you know, like a needle on a, on a, on a, like a spin, you know, like a, whatever you call it, right? And he's, and he's smacking her with the Bible. And I'm just standing there thinking, what on earth is going on? And everybody's around just cackling and screaming and hollering. Well, the woman got up and walked out as sick as she came in. Nothing happened. People think that we have to have this like explosion of energy. And, 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 and Jesus says simply, if two of you agree... It's just the simple power of agreement. That's not agreement. That's a hootenanny. And somehow we call that spiritual. Now, thank God we don't have that kind of stuff. Because I told you, I came from that stuff and I, I'm repulsed by it. Because, you know, it's, it's so out of control. And it just, it's just really more of a work of the flesh. Now, I've been in meetings where, you know, Men of God have prayed for people and they've fallen in the spirit. And yes, that's of God because God, you know, does works that way. People do fall under the power of God. And they've, they've prayed or they've commanded the man. But not to make a whole big spectacle, spinning around, cackling, yelling, screaming, smacking a person with the Bible. There was one, one pastor some years ago, um, and he turned out to be a charlatan. But one of the things he was doing is kicking people. Just whacking. He kicked one pastor one time. Yeah. Man of God, right on the stage. Just boom, kicked him right with a big boot, with a pointy boot, kicked him. And they're all laughing and thinking, I thought, what a disgrace. And they passed that off to be the Spirit of God. You know? It gets out of control. And I understand because a lot of people come out of, you know, bondage of, of uh, legalism. And now they're trying to get out of legalism so they go all the way the other way. And, you know, from in legalism, everything was tight and controlled. Now they don't want any control. And really, it's a balance that we're trying to catch. Does everybody understand that? I don't know how I got off on all of that. But, but, but he says here, if two of you agree, asking, asking anything of the Father, it'll be done. It will be done. So, so I say that, you know, if you need bodily healing, then one of the ways, let's just talk about this. Let's just review this and then we'll stop here. So we talked about three ways. Using the name of Jesus, demanding in the name of Jesus, demanding the devil, demanding that sickness and disease in the name of Jesus to leave your body. Right? Number two is to pray for healing in a petition fashion, petitioning the Father in the name of Jesus. And number three is the agreement in prayer. All right. So that, now there's, there's four more and we'll talk about them next time that we're together and get a little bit deeper into it. All right, we're going to end right there tonight. Was that helpful to anybody here? Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.